Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fake Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, this is our special edition college football preview for Saturday. We have 13 games on the card. We're going to play seven favorites and six underdogs. As a fan, well, I'm really sad to see the full slate of games coming to an end in the college football season. But as a handicapper, we're probably thankful it's coming to an end because it's been tough on the old bankroll this year. But the last week is always a fun week for me. I love the rivalries. I love the different angles of motivation. So I think we got 13 pretty good games this week, and let's find out how we do. Let's lead off in the Sunshine State. Florida State plus three at Florida. So both teams are five and six and would become bowl eligible with a victory. Florida State, well, they've won five of seven, and a win would be their first bowl game since 2019. That doesn't seem like a long time, but that does mean 50% of this roster has failed to reach a bowl game. Meanwhile, Florida fired head coach Dan Mullen this week after appearing in the Peach, Orange, and Cotton Bowl in the previous three years. So just making a bowl game doesn't have the same meaning for the Gators. Revenge factor also favors Florida State after back-to-back losses to the Gators. All signs to me point to the Seminoles plus three in this one. Next up on the docket, it is Liberty minus three and a half against Army. So Army has won three straight after losing that 70 to 56 shootout against Wake Forest. They also played a tough Wisconsin team within six earlier this season. Liberty locked up head coach Hugh Freeze earlier this week, but they're coming off 13-point loss to Old Miss and a shocking 28-point loss to Louisiana Lafayette. Shocking in regards to the fact that they got blown out that bad. Army is 7-3. Liberty is 7-4. Army has Navy waiting in the wings. Liberty will be extremely motivated to avoid limping in with three straight losses. I'm on Liberty, minus the three and a half Saturday against Army. Next up, it is Georgia State, minus six and a half over Troy. So Troy fired head coach Chip Lindsey this week. If they win, they still become bowl eligible. So they have that going for them. But Georgia State has won five of six, including an upset win over Coastal Carolina. The only loss during that period was a four-point loss on the road to the raging Cajuns of the Louisiana Lafayette. So no team is playing better football on the conference right now than Georgia State. So I'm going to lay the six and a half with the Panthers to keep the momentum going. Next up on the card, we go to the Big Ten, where it is Rutgers plus one and a half over Maryland. Both teams are five and six and looking to become bowl eligible. Maryland last qualified for a bowl game back in 2016. Rutgers, you have to rewind all the way back to 2014. Rutgers got beat 28-0 by Penn State last week. Maryland lost 59-18 to Michigan last week. This win would mean so much for both programs, but I think Rutgers has just a little edge this week at home. I'm on Rutgers, plus the one and a half over Maryland in the least storied rivalry in the Big Ten. Next up, we go to the ACC, where it is Wake Forest minus four and a half over Boston College. So Wake is good. They just didn't look good last week against Clemson. The D has been struggling most of the season, but the last three weeks have been absolutely terrible giving up 42, 48, and 58 to Clemson, NC State, and North Carolina. Boston College has had mixed results this year. They they have wins over Georgia Tech and Vought Tech of late, sandwiched between losses to Syracuse and Florida State. BC is already bowl eligible, so the big prize is on the Wake Forest side. 
a win, and they secure their first trip to the ACC championship title game in 15 years. I'm going to lay the four and a half points with the Demon Deacons in this one at Boston College. Next up, we go back to Big Ten country. It is Michigan State plus two and a half over Penn State. Michigan State is dinged up with injuries, but it's the confidence level that I'm most concerned about heading into this one. Penn State beat Rutgers by 28 last week, but has lost to Iowa, Illinois, Ohio State, and Michigan over the last six games. Michigan State has an opportunity to secure a selection committee game with a victory. That should be enough for them at home to get the W. I'm on Michigan State plus the two and a half over Penn State. Next up, it is Oklahoma plus four and a half at Oklahoma State. So 117 years of bedlam. And this is one of the biggest yet. It is 10 and one against 10 and one. If OU wins, well, we play again next week for the Big 12 championship. If Oklahoma State wins, hello, Baylor. And they become the biggest fan of anyone playing against Alabama or Cincinnati. Oklahoma has won the last six. I like the revenge angle, but I like getting points a little bit more. I'm going to play the Sooners plus the four and a half over Oklahoma State. Next up, we head out to the Pac-12, where we're going to play UCLA minus the six and a half over California. So both teams have been good against the number this year. Cal beat Stanford in the big game last week by 30. UCLA beat USC in the Battle of LA by 29. Cal has won three of four after a tough start. UCLA has won back-to-back. I feel like Chimp Kelly has something cooking at UCLA. Win this one, plus a bowl game, and UCLA would have their best record since 2014 under Jim Mora. I like UCLA to avoid the letdown, and they're going to put the beat down on Cal this week. UCLA minus six and a half is the play. Now we go to the MAC. Kent State plus one over Miami of Ohio. Saturday games just aren't as much fun in the MAC. This is a battle of six and five teams playing some good football. And the winner of this game goes to the MAC championship game next week to face Northern Illinois. Miami has won four of five. Their only loss was by two at Ohio. Kent State has won three of four. Their only loss was at Central Michigan by 24. With the MAC championship on the line, revenge factor to Kent State, and home field for Kent State, that all leads me to say I'll take the Golden Flashes plus one over Miami of Ohio. Now we go out west again to the Pac-12. We're going to play the Ducks of Oregon, minus six and a half over Oregon State. So Oregon State has won back-to-back over Arizona State and Stanford, and the overall resume looks good with wins over Utah, USC, and Washington included. Oregon is coming off a 31-point beat down at Utah. National title hopes are over, but the Rose Bowl is still alive. Oregon would get a rematch versus Utah next week with a win in the Pac-12 title. Oregon State won the Civil War last year, so the revenge angle favors the Ducks. I'm on Oregon, minus six and a half on Saturday. Next up, we go to Big Ten country again, and the land of 10,000 lakes, where it's Wisconsin, minus seven over Minnesota. If you can't beat them, join them. I like to, I, I just like Wisconsin. I always lose picking against them in football and basketball. So this week, I'm finally going to pick them. They need this win to advance to Indianapolis in the Big Ten championship game. The Gophers have a great D. They have an experienced and talented offensive line. And they have a master motivator in P.J. Fleck as head coach. 
The revenge angle favors Minnesota. Home field advantage favors Minnesota. PJ lost the pig, so fans want the axe that has stayed in Madison 16 of the last 17 years. The Badgers are winning by an average of 21.6 points per game over the last seven weeks. I fear that the Badgers are just too hot to handle. I dislike the play. I dislike the team. I dislike how annoying a fan, my buddy, is of this team. But I'm going to go the Badgers, minus seven over Minnesota. Next up on the docket is Memphis, minus six against Tulane. Memphis needs this win to become bowl eligible after losing three of four, including an 18-point loss at Houston last week. Tulane, well, they won their first game, game since September 10th by beating South Florida last week in their home finale. I'm going to take the motivated team from Memphis, minus six over Tulane. And then in the final game on the card, well, we saved the best for last. It is Michigan, plus seven and a half over Ohio State. I'm a fool, but I predicted Michigan to win this game four or five weeks ago, and I'm sticking with it. Not sure why after watching that Ohio State game against Michigan State, but nonetheless, I'm going that direction. Ohio State has won eight straight in this series, and nine hasn't happened in the last 100 years. All the metrics favor Ohio State. But I think Jim Harbaugh has done a great job with this team, and his coaching will be rewarded on Saturday. I like the Wolverines on the money line, but we're just going to play the plus seven and a half with Michigan over Ohio State. So let's recap our 13 plays for Saturday in college football. We're on Florida State plus the three at Florida. We like Liberty minus the three and a half over Army. We like Georgia State minus the six and a half over Troy. We're on Rutgers plus one and a half over Maryland. We like Wake Forest, minus four and a half over Boston College. We like Michigan State, plus the two and a half against Penn State. We like Oklahoma, plus the four and a half over Oklahoma State in the battle for Bedlam. And then we like UCLA, minus six and a half over Cal. We like Kent State, plus one over Miami of Ohio. We like Oregon, the Ducks, minus six and a half over Oregon State. We like Wisconsin, minus seven over Minnesota. We like Memphis, minus six over Tulane. And we like Michigan, plus seven and a half over Ohio State. Our FCS playoff picks will be added Saturday morning. So if you want those plays, come back to the podcast tomorrow morning and you can get those. But good luck on these 13. And as always, remember, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.